All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of Con Job. This week, myself and Alexa, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about a show that uh, she traveled to this this past weekend in Dallas, and then we're gonna uh, discuss something we like to call a little bit magical, and and maybe could be a way for us to uh, maybe get back to some sort of some semblance of normalcy in terms of having conventions again. Um, so sit back and enjoy. So we're ready to go. Um, Alexa, I know for the past uh, couple of weeks, we've been talking about uh the the you know the shows that you've been you've been schlepping around to and uh there was one that you had this weekend in dallas the uh dallas total home and gift show why don't you give us the old uh the info all right so here is the four um you know dallas the dallas total home and gift was very 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 similar to um to the biloxi gift show that i did and you know that with that it's a wholesale show it's a show where you you know you go with your products and you write orders um they did have a cash and carry section but honestly it was terrifying for me so i opted not to do that um you know i did the uh um i did the i did the the wholesale end of it the order writing end of it and you know it was it was an experience. You know, that last show that I did in Biloxi was a learning experience and a half. Um, Dallas Total Home and Gift, definitely a learning experience again. Um, because well, I know the, the big thing, though. I was going to say, I know the big thing that you, uh, that you kind of unveiled to everybody, at least on Facebook, was, your, was the new setup, which I thought was really, really cool looking. Yeah, I. So you know, explain to explain to everybody kind of what the differences were, what you had, and what you have now, and why why you had to do that. Well, in Biloxi, I realized real quick that you know there's there's a massive difference between selling retail and selling wholesale, and you know people are going to say, well, of course, duh. There's you know there's tons of differences, but whenever you're a producer slash manufacturer slash supplier. And you're trying to sell to these retail outlets. You need to have a certain look versus when you're when you're selling retail to you know people at a comic con or you know people at a, a, tra- a craft fair or whatever wherever you're at. Um, you know you need to have a look. You need to have a brand. And my 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 booth is very retail geared. You know, it's geared towards being able to, you know, to put out a bunch of glass and sell a bunch of glass. That's that's what I do. So, you know, I I, I took a step back on the way home from Biloxi, and I, I said to myself, what what do I need to do to you know to really like jazz things up and get people interested? Because Biloxi was successful, but it wasn't as successful as I wanted it to be. Because you know nothing is ever as successful as we want it to be. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I took, speak for yourself. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know that big mansion you have um, that I'll be at in a few days. I'm really excited about that, but we can talk uh-huh. about that in a little bit. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I I took a couple steps back and I really looked at what what I thought would be a good trade show booth. Like, if I were to walk up to a a booth as a buyer, like, what would I want to see? And I kind of settled on a like a uh, upscale bar aesthetic. So I, in 10 days, like I was, I was literally home for 10 days and I was doing other stuff for like three or four of those. I rebuilt the entire booth setup. Yeah. And it looks amazing. Thank you. It really does. If anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, the, the, the transformation is really crazy to think, um, how much work you put into it. it looks really, really good. Well, thanks. It, it was, you know, and the, the amazing thing is, you know, I did that on really like, let's, let's be honest about a seven day turnaround and about $350, like to completely revamp your booth in under seven days. And for that little is kind of shocking. Um, you know, and the biz- biggest expense was like my paneling, um, you know, was the, the walls that I built. Everything else was fairly inexpensive. Right. But, um, you know, I, I really like, I wanted a certain look. And, you know, according to everybody that I've talked to, I got that look, which was great. I was, I was stoked about, uh, you know, about having the, the look of the upscale bar. Um, Did you see a lot of the same people from the Biloxi show at the Dallas one? You know, it's funny. There were, let's see, probably five people, five of the uh, the wholesalers or the, the manufacturers that I saw in Biloxi. I saw at Dallas too. Um, you know, it was it was interesting because one of my clients that I picked up at Biloxi came to Dallas, and I thought to myself, man. I wish I could have, like, I wish I wouldn't have gone to Biloxi. But then I thought, man, if I wouldn't have gone to Biloxi, I would have looked like my old booth and I wouldn't have right. put any money into it. Like, I, there was all kinds of like, hmm, well, what if, what if, what if? Right. Um, you know, so it was, it was an interesting show. Um, you know, the, the faces were, were different for the most part. Mm-hmm. So how was it in terms of, of uh, I guess, capacity? Was there more people at this one or the other one? Was it a different type of crowd, like all that? Uh, you know, I, look, you would think with a show that Dallas is one of the major markets. Um, they have one of the larger um, wholesale marts. You know, you've got Dallas, you've got Vegas, you've got Chicago, and you've got um, Atlanta. And then New York. So those five markets, they have a small one in LA, but it's not nearly as big. You know, those those areas, you would think people would be dying to get out to to go to an event where they can actually buy product for their stores for the, the holiday season. Because that's exactly what people were buying for. They were buying for holiday, or at least we were putting things out there for holiday that, you know, that they could purchase and have delivered in the next, you know, 45 days. Um, it was, 
overwhelmingly disappointing with the attendance. Um, you know, and that's, that's me being nice. Um, I, right. Oh, tell me how you really feel. I know. <laughs> um, look, we were told 15 to 20,000 typically attend the market. And we were told the week going in that since Atlanta had canceled their temp market, which is what we're called, um, we're called the temps. We don't have permanent leases. Um, since Atlanta had canceled their temps, people were flocking to this show to be able to, to attend the temps. Um, you know, and one of the things that they did because they didn't have as many temporary, um, temporary booths, they allowed the cash and carry, which is like the, Hey, we're selling our stuff at a lower than retail price so that you can just come and pick what you want, buy it and leave. Um, they moved that onto our floor, which hurt our business. Um, because a lot of people didn't really like, they wanted to shop one, but not the other. And uh, okay, want to come okay. to either side, like it was really weird. Oh. So, so the attendance was disappointing. Look, I felt like <laughs> I, I felt like I was at a comic con though, because let's be honest, how many times have we been told, "Oh, we're going to get fifteen thousand people, thirty thousand people, yeah. we we get yeah, seventy five hundred people," and yeah, you get like you know a tenth of that, right? Uh, it's kind of what it felt like with this. And one of the things that I noticed is people were like, they were 100% going after like things that they knew they had what they, you know, they, they had what they wanted in mind and they, they went after it. Right. Well, that, so then, so it's hard. Is it hard for someone new to jump in and try to kind of infiltrate for lack of a better term that that type of uh that type of show you know with with ended yes um because there weren't that many people there and i did everything that i could you know did it feel did it have a different vibe to it than the biloxi one um it did um but well it it did but it didn't so this one felt more professional um just because you know there were um you know there were corporate booths set up um ty was set up you know the beanie baby people yeah yeah um you know they were set up oh, those are still around uh, yeah they do a lot of stuff animals <laughs> and stuff now so it's it's kind of interesting but uh you know t- ty was there there was uh um, there were a couple of soap companies that I recognized that were there um, that are like like high-end soaps. Um, so not Irish Spring is what I'm guessing. Correct, correct. Not Irish Spring. <laughs> um, the Fight they, Club they, soap, was that in there? Possibly. Was Tyler there? I really <laughs> wish that somebody would do that because that would be hilarious. Um, <laughs> but uh, – You there? Oh, yeah. Did I lose you? you? No. Oh, no. Okay, we're good. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Um, that was a weird click. Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so you know, you had you had some you know some some bigger players, and even those guys were were not busy. Um, you know, somebody said you know the the tie booth they rent it's it's either eighteen or nineteen booth spaces. Holy crap! Because their booth is huge. And mind you, these are not cheap booths. These booths are twenty eight hundred dollars a pop. Oh wow! Right, 
the big investment. It's a huge investment. <laughs> so, you know, looking at that, like that's a lot of that's a lot of money for them. They reportedly are always packed, always packed busy. At this show, Ryan, there was never a time when I because I was I was catty cornered from them. There was never a time that I looked over and saw all of their people with someone. Wow. Much less their booth full. Right. Right. Huh. So I guess that's, uh, that, that basically puts it at, you know, one, I guess one of them was good and one of them was completely terrible. So what are your thoughts on that sort of show going forward? I mean, is it something you would consider again? Is it really about location or are you just done with it or what? Well, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of different factors, you know, kind of like Biloxi, you know, there was, there was a lot of different factors. Like I was the new kid in Biloxi. I, I feel like I didn't have the right booth set up. My lighting wasn't there. Like I didn't do any of the right things to be successful. And I was successful, which is weird to me. Um, you know, I didn't get as many orders as I wanted in Biloxi, but I got orders. And at this show, I didn't write a single order and people were shocked that I didn't write orders. Now, mind you, I have a contract on the table from a, uh, you know, an outfitter in Arkansas who, you know, he wants, you know, he wants printed boxes for his glassware and he wants this and he wants that. And he wants, you know, he actually, we're going to build, um, we're going to build a small version of my shelf display for his gallery. They actually have a permanent space in Atlanta. Um, and they're going to have, you know, part of my line and then they're going to have part of their own line that I will fill. Um, so anytime there's orders from that, you know, from the gallery, I fill the orders and send them out and they pay me. Um, you know, I've got that. I hooked up with a great online boutique. Um, you know, I have another um, all men's store that, uh, that found me several wineries. Like there was, there's a lot of, I need to follow up type stuff. And that's the wholesale game. The whole right. game is reaching out to these people. You know, I, I ended up making friends with, uh, with a couple people that, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, we're going to use you for this or we're going to use you for that. And, you know, here, here's some tips so that you can be successful going forward. So it was a huge investment. You know, it was a huge investment that did not pay off immediately. But with some of these contacts that I've made, with some of these, you know, some of the, the prospects that I have, it could be something that in two to three weeks, I get a few orders. I get a few people communicating with me saying, hey, we want to do this thing. Yeah, and that's, that's what you and I actually talk about You know, when, when we're talking before, during, and usually after. Like I know you were upset about how, how you didn't have any orders, but look at it like with those leads. Sure, it, it, some of them may turn out to be a waste of time, but there may be some that you get not just one order, but you know. 15 orders over time so it's like it's not going to necessarily pay itself back immediately but over the long term i mean that's that's way more important i would think right and that's that's kind of where i'm at you know so it is kind of a it is kind of taking a you know taking a shot you know and hoping that uh you know not throwing away my shot kind of hamilton thing exactly well exactly (laughs) you know i and the great thing was you know i have a line that is um it's a very, very parody line of um, very popular storybook sayings. Um, and that's how I got my, you know, what is my biggest lead? 
um, you know, this couple walked up and we started chatting and then, um, you know, he saw the, you know, a couple of the, the fairy tale glasses and, you know, he lost his mind, then she lost her mind. And then we started talking about all of the other stuff that I can do for them. And, you know, it's ballooned into, we had a, you know, an hour and a half long conversation today about how we're going to make this work. And, you know, I'm doing a couple of things that we will, we'll discuss on a, on a, on a special edition podcast um, that, you know, that I feel like are going to be essential to certain, you know, certain businesses being able to survive, you know, if you're a creator business. Um, So, yeah, like, I'm uh, optimistic. Yeah, no, that's good. That's, that's good. I'm, uh, you know, it's definitely something I'd like to, you know, our type of, you know, with uh, the boss having artwork, I'm not so sure it fits in that type of, um, you know, that type of show, but, you know, it's definitely something to entertain, you know, just to, you know, keep options open, I guess is the most important thing in these days. Right. (laughs) And option is a good option, you know? I got to tell you, man, you know, there's, there's all kinds of stuff that I, you know, that I really, I came in contact with and learned about this weekend, you know, anything sells to somebody, you know, there, I talked to a guy who his sister um, has really pretty handwriting, like her, her handwriting is very elegant and she does all of these like textured backgrounds and will write inspirational sayings on the text. So she can sell it just in her handwriting. She sold 300 designs to Hobby Lobby. Wow. I mean, if, if someone's going to, if someone can make and sell a fidget spinner, I think like you were saying, any, anything sells. Anything sells. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just so, how you market it and how you get it, how you get it to, how you get it out there. Right. So, all right. So we're going to, you got anything else for that? Cause I want to move on to the, uh, well, the, the big part. Yeah. The one thing that I did want to, want to kind of, kind of touch on is you know the the fact that this this event was supposed to have all these people there were tons of you know tons of safety things in place um you know before we even got to start unloading our vehicle they temperature checked us um you know we had to wear a mask at all times um you know you got temperature checked every day so you know you got a little sticker on your badge that you know you were checked you were checked they you know they asked you a bunch of questions and they made sure they had people stationed everywhere, making sure that you kept your mask up. So I, I felt pretty safe there. There were some times people were pulling their masks down and I'm like, right, let me take a step or two back from you. But overall, you know, that's the one thing where we didn't touch on was just the, the safety of the event. It, it felt pretty good. No, that's good. I mean, that's, that's obviously the new norm when it comes to that sort of thing. And I, I like to think that every show now is going to be, is going to have at least the, the mask you know, the mask thing in effect at all times. So absolutely. All right. So then uh, before we, before we move into uh, the next topic, I want to uh, just pause, take a pause for the cause. And uh, okay. So what a pause. What'd you say? What a pause for the cause. Yes, exactly. Hey, you got to pay the bill somehow, right? I mean, it's true. I don't know how many bills we're paying with those ads, but uh, yeah, well, you know, they, they keep the lights on. Hey, that's that good. Way. That's good. I, li- I like keeping the light. <laughs> so, um, you and I did a show that we not we, we never actually published. Um, golly, it seems like forever ago. It was a couple weeks ago. I know it was only a couple talking, weeks ago. 
talking about Disney, uh, you had been at the time and, and we hadn't, but, uh, we went this past week. And, um, so now I figured instead of publishing that one, we can just, just go full bore up from both sides on, uh, and, and just kind of let's talk about it. Cause I, I think, you know, I think Disney is, is honestly is spreading a little bit of the magic pixie dust. And I think that they're going to be eventually they're going to be the ticket as to why we get back to normal when it comes just when it comes to, to, to conventions. <clears throat> I mean, they're doing it right now with the NBA bubble. I mean, granted, a bubble's different than a convention. I, I understand that, but the 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 way that they are making you when you go to Disney now, like we went this past Thursday, today Sunday. Uh, Today's Monday. Uh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Today's Monday, <laughs> and uh, that's right. SummerSlam was yesterday. Yeah. So today's Monday, and uh, we went this past Thursday, Friday. We stayed at the Riviera, the new Riviera Resort. And I gotta, I gotta say, I know you said it before, which nobody heard but me, but they are doing it so great. I have never felt more safe than being, because everybody I talked to beforehand, oh, you're going to Disney. God, what an awful decision. It's going to be, you know, you're going to, you're just you're opening catch yourself up to problems. You're just opening yourself up to problems. And I have to tell you, if anyone who has been there now during this, and and still believes that, then I would really – I think you need to be temperature checked because uh, you got the COVID. Because right. being there, I mean it's it's mandatory masks at all times. You can – they tell you you can stop for food or drink and take it off, but you must be stationary. And then you must put it back on immediately right after. They have little stations here and there with tables that you can – that you can you know go over to. They're spaced out nicely. You can take your mask off, but you can't leave that area without a mask on. Right. And was it hot? Yeah, you know, it is. But I, I've lived in Florida my whole life, and I'm, I'm used to the heat. It sucks, but whatever. You just – you trudge on. Um, well, it's Florida I, in the what, what, summer. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the, our passes, we always have the ones where you black out during the summer because we always thought it's a complete waste of time because everybody and their mother goes during the summer, and it's packed. And it's hot and you're just crowded and it's even hotter because you're just right next to everybody all the time. But in this case, parks were empty. I mean, I've, you know, I sent you pics. We posted them on Facebook. My wife put them on Instagram. Empty. I mean, we went on Frozen twice. We didn't have to, we didn't have to get off. I mean, and anybody who's been there knows <laughs> the line for Frozen you don't is go on 90 twice. minutes, 90 minutes minimum. Well, and and we went on it twice, back to back. You know, I somebody was talking about I, I went in a couple of Disney groups and you know, somebody was actually saying, you know, the the ride times are so terrible, the the parks must be packed and the ride times, you know, it was like a thirty to forty five minute wait. But what they don't understand is like they're sending single boats through and they're putting yep. one group per boat. Right, right. You and know, the buses, like we, we took a bus from our resort over to Magic Kingdom and it was, I think the most you could get on the bus was like 15. And the guy said, uh, we're, he's like, we normally take 50. We're yeah. taking 15, something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's empty, but I mean, so we talked about it in the, in the, the, uh, the, the lost episode, if you will. Um, <laughs> that's what we'll call it from now on. We talked yeah, about, it yeah. um, you know, I, I, I was there, what, a week after they reopened? 
like it, I was there the week after they reopened. And uh, I got to tell you, man, like they had it down then, mm-hmm. you know, there was social distancing to get onto the boat. To yeah. Her, you know, they like to, over to the fa- from the ferry, like they were even social distancing the cars. <laughs> oh, see, so yeah, we didn't park. We just went to the hotel. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. I didn't I didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, but I, I mean, love how everywhere you go, wherever there's a place where you potentially could get congested in terms of people, there's there's things on the ground that, that mark the six feet. Please stay this far away from the line in front of you. Yeah. Just to ensure that. And, you know, for one thing, like when you're going to a ride, it looks like it is like, you know, 20 minutes and you're like, Oh wow. The line's way out here. There's no way it's going to be way more than 20 minutes, but you got to remember everybody's six feet apart. So instead of cramming in a thousand people in that same space, now you're getting, you know, 150. Yeah. (laughs) And it looks like the same amount of people in terms of the length of the line. But the long, I think the longest we waited was 20 minutes on Thunder Mountain. Splash Mountain was 15. Like uh, space was, you know, it takes forever to walk up that thing to Space Mountain. We walked right on. Yep. Uh, it's it was it was amazing. It yeah. really really was the, the best experience. Not just because the lines. I mean, obviously that helps a lot, but just safety wise, you felt it just you know felt magical. It, and <laughs> for, for lack of a better term, I yeah, mean, Disney to be magical, right? And it was it, it for me. It was it was absolutely magical. It yeah. was like it was freaking amazing. Like the hand sanitizers, are literally everywhere, everywhere. And how many people and did you see with a mask down? None. Right? That I saw, I didn't see anybody. And I know they said that they were they were uh, you know. Lo- telling people to put them on but i mean i was looking at everybody because people some people have decorative masks and so i would read them to see what they say or what they look like so i was looking at almost everybody and um i didn't see anybody i mean some people skirt the the skirt the rules a little bit try to pull it down close to the very tip of their nose but nobody really had it under i mean i may have seen one or two people where it was like just up to the bottom of their nose you know so it was on wrong but not many i mean everybody just kind of had it low you know right above their nose but I mean that that was it. Yeah, and you and there was no huge lines. There was no huge con- there was no congregations of people that I noticed. Even like in that section where the river where Tom Sawyer is and uh in um Thunder Road and Splash Mountain where they all kind of meet and they break up into the two paths. Yep. There's always like a big you know, group of people coming from Thunder, coming from Splash, coming from Tom Sawyer's side and kind of meeting in that area. Even that was kind of I wouldn't say dead, but it was people were on going one way on one side and going the other way on the other side. They kind of stayed in their sides. It wasn't people bumping into each other and like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's it was the same way for me. Uh, But you guys got the you guys got the uh, the Disney masks, too. Right. Yes, of course we did. Don't be surprised. Don't be. I know. I know. (laughs) If Disney sells it, we're probably buying it. They fit very well. Did they not? Um. I got the goofy one, of course, and they only had a large and a, and a medium and I got the large and I had to just, I had to pull the sides a little bit to stretch it like to, you know, cause they're elastic. So I had to right. pop the elastic a little bit to make it a little bit bigger, but it was great. It was great. I got a selfie with goofy with it, you know, right. He didn't come up to me, but he was walking by in a parade and he walked behind me and paused for the camera. It was nice. I mean, cause it's goofy. Um, yeah, exactly. 
So, I mean, like, we've both had this Disney experience, and everybody has said, you know, I, I keep seeing people all the time, you know, talking about how you shouldn't go to Disney. Disney shouldn't be open. There's been no cases reported at Disney or from either of the parks, actually. Right. From, Even from Universal. Disney or Universal. Right. You know, nobody has, has reported a case that's linked back to those those parks right. since they opened. That's That's massively telling. Right. It really is. And I think the way that they're doing it, you know, they have they have the pathways marked which way you should go. Um, they have the, the lines on the floor telling you how far to stay away from people. That that is our ticket back. I, I think really it is. is. There's no other way to put it. I mean, there's it. Uh, it's perfect. It really is. Other than having to wear a mask outside in August in Orlando. It, it was it really was perfect because there's you know you felt safe right well and you, you know, know for me i bought a couple of masks and i i swapped them out through the day like you know i would uh you know for like the first two hours that we were there i had on second two hours i had on another and then the last two hours i had on another because right. i i was getting you know i was sweating but at the same time like i bought four disney masks anyway so right. why not well, yeah, that's- that's another thing. They could have, if they wanted Disney, they they price gouged the crap out of you on everything. They didn't on the mask. They were six bucks. Yeah, I didn't six think that was exorbitant for a character no, mask. They, you know, I thought for sure they would be like twelve. You know? Yeah. But no, they were six bucks. Yeah, and there was a, there was a point like right when they first reopened, I I ended up buying um, a set of four for twenty bucks. Oh, I didn't know they had that. Yeah, yeah, they had a sale going right when they opened up, which is why so many people were selling them online for like you know fifteen dollars each. Um, Not that I saw that at all. No, no. no. (laughs) Um, Yes, I did. Um, So you know, look, we we've talked about how great Disney did it. Um, Let's talk about some of the other places that that I've been to. Um, You know, I've been into a couple of casinos, and now I've been into multiple casinos because I like buffets. And a lot of these casinos have buffets open. So going into them, you know, they're doing temperature checks at the doors. They're doing hand sanitizers. They're distancing even the gamblers. You know, they're not allowing people to, uh, you know, to eat or drink at the tables. You know, you you can't smoke at the tables like in some areas where you could. You know, there's so much that they're they're taking into account, you know, that they're doing correctly as well. You know, that I watched in Tunica when I was there. I, uh, cause I stayed a couple of nights in Tunica before Biloxi, you know, they, man, they, I, I saw somebody sanitizing all the chips that were in their rack, like one of the oh, dealers. Wow. Yeah. You know, they're, they're taking it seriously. So, you know, with that being said, you know, restaurants, oh, I, I did a buffet in Biloxi and they were serving you. Like they served you f- the food, you know, that w- with all that, like, what do you think cons have got to do? Because so many people are terrified to to go to a convention. I one of our one of our mutuals, you know, asked a asked a question in the uh, in one of the groups that said, "Hey, you know, if there was a thirty second COVID test that you know gave you a positive or negative result, you know, and you could take the test before you entered the building, would you feel comfortable going back to large events?" Can I just tell you, a lot of people said no. Why? Uh, right? <laughs> Test yourself on the way in. Test yourself on the way out. Well, and and one of the things was, you know, well, there's no such thing as that. That can't happen. Oh, that will oh, never well, happen. But, you know, you know, here's the hypothetical. You know, what if 
So, right. I mean, what do you think we got to do, man? Like, what what do you think needs to happen? Uh, I I think uh, I think they need to set up the shows. They need to set up the shows to where you have basically like aisles, and there's only a you know. If you split the aisle down the middle, you put some sort of partition or a, a rope or – I mean Disney does it with the plexiglass. They could do something like that, and then you just – you walk down the aisle, and you're obviously looking on your right-hand side as you get. You get on the other side. You turn back, come down the other side, and then you go to the next aisle and do the same thing. And they're all they're all one way, and that's just the best way. That's That's the only way we can do it for now, at least for the time being until we have some sort of way to, you know – not make it affect anybody. I mean, do you think It'll we slow things down significantly? I get that, but it's either it's either slow them down significantly, or we just continue living like this, where we don't have shows and we just have you know podcasts where we don't do reviews. <laughs> so, you pick. I, I, I right. Well, I mean, you know, we've got a show this weekend, and I'm I'm very interested to see because I haven't seen anything from them. You know, I don't have any. I don't have any information whatsoever because we worked out a really cool deal with uh, for me to come down there. Um, right. Well, I can tell you but, they are they are uh, they are putting it out around here. There's a lot of marketing going on here. Like you go to the mall, they're handing out flyers. Uh, there's a there's a kiosk at the mall where they're talking about it. Um, and I've seen some stuff on uh, just around you know different places. I've seen it. So they're definitely they're definitely pumping it out, which is nice. And like we mentioned before, I mean, it is South Florida and everyone's crazy down here. So I'm hoping they'll show up. Although our numbers, our latest numbers is we're under 5% now. Yeah. And you know, that's, I, we talked about that yesterday or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane to me that, you know, a month ago, hurricane coming, but you know, well, of course, of course. I mean, (laughs) it's it's Florida. Yeah. (laughs) No, they're going to go into the Gulf, right? When I, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be fine. um, yeah, I'm doing some drop-offs for some uh, for some clients, and of course, the day that I decide that I need to go and drop these things off, <clears throat> there's a hurricane coming through. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see yeah, you guys next like week. A, it's like a one, right? It's like a category one. Yeah, like, we I mean, don't it's even like, really bother till we're at like a three. Right, like, right. You know, it's just a, it's just a rain, it's just heavy rainstorm for us. It's here. just rain. That's all yeah, it is. That's it's so just many. rain. Uh, it's so funny. So I I will tell you, you know, I'm. I'm pretty excited because you know it's another show to compare to. Yeah, and so let's tell everybody it's it's UltraCon is the name yeah. of the show. It's in it's going to be at West Palm Beach at the fairgrounds. So uh, it's the weekend. So it's the 29th and 30th, I believe, right? Yeah, it's it's just Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, just Saturday and Sunday. It's the 29th and 30th of August. So uh, so make sure you're there, or else you know you're off the team. Right, that, that sort of stuff. But yeah, you can. Uh, Come say hi to to us, Meg and I, or Alexa, or both. Yeah, I, I prefer both. I, I and I prefer you to uh, to bring at least forty dollars to to <laughs> to shop with the vendors. Because guys, look, you know, I don't know how many vendors are going to be at this show. I I know that a lot of people don't want to go out and do anything, especially in Florida. But the vendors that are there are, you know, they're they're taking they're taking the risk. They're, you know, they're hoping that, you know, this is going to be able to, you know, pay the bills for a month. Because let's be honest, like, that's how a lot of vendors are living now. You guys out there know if you're listening, you're a vendor, you know, you know, if you don't have that full time job, you're like, you're doing what you can, you're hustling. So, you know, I think, I think where I'm going with this is (laughs) I see a lot of people 
being really crappy to people that are still attending events. Uh, and we, we, we got to stop that. We went through that at one of our very first few podcasts. I mean, whatever. At this point, they can screw themselves. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of true. If you don't like it, whatever. Kiss my grits. Right. Oh, my God. Did you just turn into a 95-year-old lady? Yeah. I mean, okay, I, I, I try to keep it somewhat clean. But, <laughs> I mean, whatever. If you don't like it, I could care less. Then don't come to the show. You know, it's true. Nobody, nobody it's wants true. your stuff anyway. If that's really well, how you feel, no, nobody wants your nobody wants your stuff, and n- nobody wants to hear about your your opinions about it. We've heard it a million times, right? I mean, get over it. We're talking like this has been going on since March. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, move on. It's like Wayne, well, and, Wayne and Wayne's rule. You know, we broke up. Get the net. Uh, no, I mean, dude, I miss, you know, I miss, I miss conventions. I miss our large size conventions. Yeah. And we're not going to get those back, but, and that's okay. But we gotta, we gotta start. We gotta have them. Whether, whether 10 million, you know, 10 million people show up this weekend or 10 people just have one. Yeah. Once they start having them and they start going on, the more people, you know, it's going to start catching on again. And that's just how it's going to have to be for the time being. And, you know. I, I know it's easy for me to say this one's 10 minutes from our house. So, but if it was well, in Chicago, I'd fly there, you know? I mean, look, I, I, I've got a couple of shows coming up in October, November. Um, yep. You know, the, I, I've, I got to tell you, I've been doing my hustling deal. You know, I've been wheeling and dealing. I'm getting boots, you know, and we're working out deals that, uh, that me and the promoters, like we're, we're doing some stuff, you know, and these guys are smaller promoters and you know what I'll, you know, I will go to bat for those guys all the time, especially when they're putting together a show and they're bringing in the people and everybody at that show is making money. You know, right. that's, that's, that's a most big important. Deal. Yeah. That's most important. But you know, I, I don't know, man, you know, it's, it's a little nerve wracking to, to think like, like you said, you know, we're not going to get the big shows back for a while. You know, we might not have a large scale event until April, May of next year. Could you imagine like C2E2, um, MegaCon, Lexington, Planet Comic Con, you know, Wizard Philadelphia being pushed, Wizard New Orleans being pushed, like all of these events being pushed to midsummer because Hey, we have a vaccine, but we don't uh, we don't have it distributed yet. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's uh, I, I, I after the New York thing, it changes so many. You know, it changes my whole outlook on the rest of the year. Absolutely. You know, I mean, at this point, I have one show left, other than UltraCon. I'm not really expecting a lot from UltraCon, so anything is obviously. Anything is, is better than zero. Right. But there's always hope. <laughs> well, you know, we knew we, we always kind of knew that um, that New York was going to be gone. We knew it, but we didn't right. know. <laughs> you know, we didn't know. We didn't have that email from them, you know. And once we got it, it was kind of like, uh, what the heck? And we even did that emergency podcast where we talked about it. Yeah. You know, and how that's really going to affect things. But. <clears throat> You know, it is what it is, and we just at this point we're how many months into this thing, right? Uh, we're five months five months, it? yeah, yeah. I think we're yeah. we're like twenty days away from a uh, from a full hundred and eighty days. I think I think it's been one hundred and sixty. Yeah, it happened actually the weekend after Meg's birthday. Yeah, which is you know right after the Ides of March, which we know that that what that day brought exactly. Um, 
but yeah, it's like we're almost five, you know, almost six months into this fully. And it's, I mean, seriously, if you haven't adjusted, then, you know, what's that say about you? You got to adapt. That's just, that's just how, how it goes, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, you got to learn how to hustle, you know, right now, exactly. I think, you know, I think everybody is going to have to, they're going to have to learn how to hustle. They're going to have to, they might have to swallow some pride. They might have to go get that crappy part-time job, you know, yeah, to make ends meet. Exactly. They might, they might have to go, you know, they might have to go and say, Oh, you know what? I, I really have to, you know, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to make this work. So, you know, maybe, maybe I'll get a full-time job for six months until right. everything comes back, right. you know, and still have my stuff for Christmas time. Like there's going to be a lot of pride that has to be swallowed you guys. Absolutely. And, and until we get this stuff back, and when it comes back, I got to tell you, I think people are going to be ecstatic. I oh, really do. Yeah. I, think, I, I think people are going to go nuts, and I think the sales are going to be great, and it's going to be good. Here's the thing. You got to start watching like how, you know, how trends are changing. We can't walk back into these shows with, you know, with the same crap that we had in March of this year. No, right, right. You know, I know Yeah, that's a big thing is now's the time to do your, you know, to do your, your kind of changes and make sure you're up to, you're up to speed with the rest of the market. Well, look at, look at different. me changing the booth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. That's yeah. A perfect example. Perfect example. But and we're doing there's the something... same thing. Ultracon, we're going to have a completely different setup. I mean, obviously the same artwork. I mean, she's made a lot of new stuff since, since this has happened, but we're having a completely different um, set up than we normally have. You know, we just had the banners up, so we're, it's going to be completely different. So I'll leave that uh, for those that show up. You can see. I'm I'm excited. I might. I haven't quite decided how I'm going to set up the booth yet. I might. Uh, I might debut a partial. Uh, you know, a partial um, trade show booth, but I'll probably just bring my grid because it's easier to set up and quicker. Yeah, that trade show one looked nice, though. Especially since since you're going to be staying so close to it, you might be able to get away with it yeah i don't know it's gonna depend i uh i'd rather spend time with my friends and okay. possibly bring down some sloppy tacos uh, now we're talking now we're talking see now, now, we're now, now i'm talking stuff. your language exactly so make sure you drop um, them, them uh you, make sure you let them know that we talk about them every single yeah, exactly show. every <laughs> we're, single we're show 25 shows in and i don't think we've had maybe we've had one where we have one i think there was one <laughs> um one one thing i did want to say is you know if uh Look, there's there's a lot of virtual conventions. I made a post on my personal page about how you know virtual conventions just aren't aren't working for vendors and and artists. But I I, I caught wind of something today. One of my one of my friends kind of kind of gave me a sneak peek at something. There's <clears throat> there's something that is really exciting coming forward or like coming coming through the cracks, I guess um, for the people who want a bona fide virtual experience. Um, there's a company that's developing a virtual convention center. Oh, wow. And yeah, you're going to be able to design your booth. You're going to be able to put your products in it and you're going to be able to use your VR goggles. Now that's a, that's a pretty cool idea. Uh-huh. And you'll also, if you don't have VR goggles, you can navigate it, you know, on your, on your uh, your desktop or your laptop, and it's going to be like a first person shooter. So you know you'll be able to to go in and you'll be able to explore. And one of the things that I I feel like needs to happen with these is 
you know, reward people for the time that they spend yeah, yeah. shopping. You know, there's, there's some stuff. I feel like there's uh, there's some possibilities. So if they can make this work, I'm excited for it because I think it'll help the vendors, and the artists. Yeah. I think, I think that's, <clears throat> that sounds like a really cool idea. I'd like to know more, uh, more about it <laughs> yeah and i i will and i will send you the information uh offline but uh yeah you guys everybody out there in uh in in the pod world you uh you get to wait for a little while because i i can't like i can't talk about it yet i got uh, it's not inside information but it's definitely information that hasn't been released to the public yet so um so i felt uh, i felt pretty privileged to be able to uh to get it it was from one of my uh my friends who used to promote shows so okay exciting stuff um, yeah it sounds like it. it really does i'm i'm excited and then um we will uh next week have a report uh we'll 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 probably do the live one i know we've talked about it numerous times and every time we've talked about it we jinx it cuz that show has gotten canceled Right, all the way back from uh, Planet, we were going to do one. Then Tampa, we were going to do one, and now UltraCon's less than a week away. Yep, and uh, we may have, we will have one. So I'm not even going to say it's getting canceled. We're we're going to do a live one. Let's mark it down. Our next our next show will be a live one. The two yeah, of us yeah. in person. You know, I think uh, I think we'll have to. Uh, we might even. I mean, we might even debut on our Facebook page. I don't know because oh, we don't have a Facebook know. page that's a, yet. That's a it's a tall subject. order. It's a tall it's order, so, I know. It's a sore subject. <laughs> Again, 25 episodes in. No yeah. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going to, as we're on this uh, on this podcast, I'm going to click on my Facebook page right now and I'm going to create mm-hmm. it. <sighs> yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, no time like the present or uh, the past. Well... <laughs> you know what i'm just trying to make stuff, uh make stuff happen and make uh make people happy so uh yeah on that all note, right well then yeah on that note i think we can go ahead and shut her down yeah yeah for sure um yeah, right, well uh listening. say that again thank you for listening everybody yeah thanks for tuning in and uh we will we'll see you next week indeed see you guys all right see you